the INFJ woman. Understanding oneself is a step closer to self-acceptance. This is the most encouraging and relatable quote I've come across, extracted from blog post of Leslie McDaniel. She goes on and explain the importance of deeply understanding and accepting oneself and its role in creating an unstoppable woman. Ah, uh, I like that thought. I want to be unstoppable. But first, for I to be unstoppable I have to gain a greater understanding of who I am, what I make up of, why I do the things I do, why I feel the things I feel and why I have the thoughts I have. Being of INFJ personality already makes one different from the rest, and being an INFJ woman makes the spectrum even broader. I am not just like any other girl. I am different, is it scary? No. Is it fun? Of course not. Is it something I struggle with every waking day? Yes. Either way I wouldn't want me any different, although I have one, two, three, four. Well, a couple of things I wish I could change. Personally it's a struggle trying to understand myself. 90% of the time, I don't understand why I make the decisions I make, or rather why I have the thoughts I have, heck. Why do I do the things I do? Usually I am a landmine of information, mostly broken down structures of data and information turned into a pattern of facts and ideally would make sense, coming to think of it. I am basically a data store of raw facts, if you ask me to break it down for you I will. However not enough to have a clear understanding of whom I am. And is basically my mission, even as the year ends. To have a little bit better understanding of me. What does it mean to be an INFJ? How does it affect me as an INFJ woman? How does it shape me as young girl transitioning into adulthood? Does it affect my career? My choice of spouses or rather romantic partners? How does it influence my goals? How much is it going to influence my emotions, decisions, interactions? These still are the questions I am trying to figure out. Welcome to an introduction of whom I am, an INFJ woman. I am probably one of the warmest people you will ever come across, as well as distant. Definitely I don't fit the box of bubblies, that is not just me. I usually am quiet, almost always at introspective state of mind. However, I hold really warm conversations. I have a big heart, for everyone and everything. A lot of stuff strike my interest, really weird, but intriguing hobbies, I listen, really listen. I hear you mean. Every word, every emotion and feeling that comes with it. I am deep. Tell me about it. Tell me about your childhood dreams, what are your wildest fear? What about your dreams? What strikes your interest? Ah. A story of your first love, your fist pet. How is life at work? Is school doing okay? Are you being nice to your girlfriend? Tell me the story of your first investment? How you started your first company? The artwork that you do after work? Let's talk about your favorite book that you love to read during lunch break. You are into existential. You. You have a really interesting controversial theory, I am listening, tell me about it. I love people with deep thoughts, honest stories. Spark my mind, I honestly want to hear. I basically absorb every conversation around me even for that person who doesn't contribute. I hear you. However, as much as these conversations are intriguing, it drains me a lot. Most oftentimes, I'd go to bed tired, and I would want to ignore all calls and messages the next day. I need this time to think, to recharge. Sometime it may take a day or two or even more at times. I still love and adore your mind, your beautiful, beautiful mind, but I need some time alone to think. Let me process all that, categorizes analyzes, access that from every possible angle, but at comfort of me by myself at house, with a distant humming of water pump. I'll snap out of it eventually and we can definitely have more of these. All I'm asking for is a little bit of patience, I promise. I love being engaged in deep conversations but I am held back. 
Am such a listener, not much of a talker but am great at conversations. I love getting to know people, not just the favorite color, food stuff. I mean the favorite memory, your deepest thoughts kind of stuff. My soul yearns for that. I love understanding people. I enjoy seeing the side that people think nobody sees or nobody values. I want to know that, and I value that. However, I am the doctor who can't prescribe herself. Barely to let myself open. Well, at least not about my personal stuff. I have deep insecurities, dark thoughts, scary nights that I still am not willing to let you in on. I know this is a walking contradiction, but it's just me. Maybe someday I'd share, can we trust time with that? I have a friend, he is of INTP type, one of his favorite lines is how are you so logical yet so emotional about stuff. Most oftentimes, those two don't hold up. When a decision has to be made, one has to go. I really am considerate about people. When a decision has to be done, I have to take into perspective people emotions. Truth be told, most of my decisions are from emotional point of view. I tend to think that's the best approach to decision making. In some situations that is the way to go, in other situations that is the one very bad move. I guess that is why I'm infuriated when my decisions are questioned. Of course I did look at it from logical point of view. Truth is I'm quite knowledgeable about stuff, if I'm not, I'll do research, they'll get every data available at my disposal. They'll evaluate every logical plan, sometimes that usually isn't reflected in decisions I make. Damn, making decisions based on people emotions. I know I make decisions based on emotional point of view, just don't call me emotional. I know I'm more than that. Even though my decisions are based its effect on people, believe me it took the logical approach. I considered all the variables, their causes and effects and the result and outcome. Giving but with limits. I know people with good hearts get repaid by having those hearts trampled on and their souls being thrown to the mud. I know. I am careful about that. As much as I do care about other people, I also do care about my peace. At the long run, that is what I live to protect. More often I end up giving more chances than deserved. Truthfully, I believe that somehow, I can help or rather they'll see. However, I know when enough is enough, when the cup is full to the brim and gets to overflow, I choose to cut off completely and wouldn't blink with hesitation. Infamous INFJ door slam. At times it might appear harsh, but everyone has a limit, the fact that I'm nice shouldn't make anyone too comfortable to think I can be walked over. Trust me it will hurt like hell, but that is the only way I know how, to get me to heal and move on. It's so easy to believe in others but it's a struggle to believe in own self. This is the one thing I wish so much that I could change about about myself. I see the best in people, their strengths. Even in their weakness, I see strength. However, the only thing I see in myself is weaknesses. I always feel like I'm not enough. Even when I receive compliments, it feels like a short-term satisfaction, but even with a little mistake, I bet myself hard. Sometimes I think it's a chase in the wind, looking for ultimate perfection and probably does not exist. As a lady the insecurities hit hard. That has made it a million time harder to accept my flaws as they are. Truthfully, I wish I could love the imperfect parts about myself just as much. Let me introduce you to an INFJ woman. She is the quiet loner, always at the furthest side of the room. Most people confuse her to be lonely. So surprise, she is barely lonely. You should see her thought when she is in that peaceful state. Seldom does she start conversation, unless you initiate a conversation, she will remain that nice stranger who always gives comforting smiles and peaceful soulful looks. She is sincere, powerful yet subtle. Her thought are deep and deeper conversations ignite a flame in her being that seem to never run out. Her conversations drive your passions. Sometimes it's too deep almost exhausting, just hold on a little longer, barely does she find someone to talk to at that level.
Forgive her if she occasionally disappears to her comfort zones. She feels safe. I promise you will like her. She magnetic and a kind. You will like her, you will yearn for conversations with her. I can't explain why and how but you will like her. How much you like her might even surprise you. You didn't see that coming. She is open and mysterious. Always feels like she says a lot but shy when it comes to own stories. She fears peeling out the several walls built around her. She is soft, comfortable, honest almost addictive. I'm not going to lie to you. She is stubborn, too stubborn. She holds to her beliefs it's almost impossible to convince her otherwise. The has unpopular ideals. She is a perfectionist, emotional wreck. You would like her on her lows. Once you figure her out I promise, you have a loyal. Her grace is what sets her apart, it's what draws you in, and ultimately it's what scares you away. Amitad.